I've got a Midlands tour to worry about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, if you can find somebody else to do the door and open for me, I don't know. That's where the real power is. <laughs> well, this is the stuff that can't get released, and it's the best stuff. You know? Yes. <laughs> what, wait, who... Who of all the sitcoms had the ratio of hottest wife to least hot husband, and why is it Kevin James? It's probably <laughs> Kevin James because you're right; it's absolutely not Ed O'Neill because he was like a pretty good look, conventionally good-looking guy. Like, but he doubled down twice, didn't he? Isn't Ed O'Neill the same? Actor Sorry, from yes, Modern it Family? is Ed O'Neill, but not in Married with Children. In Modern yeah, Family, in Ed yeah. Modern Family. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, even even then, it's like she's just younger than him. I like. You know, ah, she's I mean, ridiculously she, hot too, I, though. Like, I'm not saying she's not amazingly hot, but like if you met Ed, like a young Ed O'Neill on the street, you'd be like, "Wow, that's a fucking great looking guy." Like, yeah. yeah but have you seen her real husband? Like, no, not a scratch. Joe Maganello. Oh, oh man. like that's Magic Mike hot. Yeah, oh man, I I I, I had mm. dinner a table over from him a couple of months ago, and I just kept glancing. I was oh. just like, "What a hot." He hot was in man. Ireland. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unless the you were in his No, no, he was in Shanahan's eating steaks like the big beefy men that we are. The only way it's not Ed o the only way it's not Kevin James over Ed O'Neill, it's it's really that's more of a judgment on Leah Remini than it is on anything else. Because I, I think mean, I have the answer. You ever seen Marge with her hair down? Yeah, Marge would be yeah, I think Marge will be up there, certainly. Um, yeah. she's a honey. Yeah. Minus the voice. That's, that's what I'm getting I feel, Yeah. I feel so. Ray Romano doesn't like, is kind of like, is the ratio there is more balanced, but I still feel he's punching. You do? You, well, I mean, when you've got them, when, when the male protagonist is there for largely being a successful stand-up comic first, you're gonna have. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. ratio's gonna exist. It's, it's the egregiousness of said ratio. Again, I, I'm not sure. Kevin James is a little short and very fat. I'm not sure he's actually ugly. Like, Patton Oswald is a very talented gremlin-esque man, no matter, <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> and actually, in fact, I think King of Queens properly apportioned him as a singleton. I don't think they gave him a partner. I think they were like, Patton Oswald is a catch in real life where he's a success, where he's Patton Oswald. A, him playing a character who looks like Patton Oswald but works with like in the postal delivery service with Kevin James should be alone. <laughs> the um what you call it? I was thinking that it might be what's his fucking name? It might be David Spade, but David Spade is never settled down. He's always no. single and ready mm -hmm. to make yeah. couldn't tie no couldn't tie do. that wild horse to one stable, no sir. <laughs> another another wild card um uh, Tobias Funke and Portia de Rossi's yeah. character. Good in Arrested yes. Development. Good yes. that guy, I do, I, I do buy them as their characters, though. I do buy that, like, like they're as they're like, like, uh, weren't they like Berkeley people or something? Like, you know, where, where you mm. kind of do see like sort of odd, odd quasi doctory types with um, yeah, those yeah. fun girls who just want to like go off and do that kind of thing. Yeah, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they also weren't happy. No, the they were key, The key difference between them mm. and every other couple that we've mentioned is that they were never 
happy. <laughs> but I think, Gavin, you hit on something when you said David Spade, um, because I think you can always sort of buy the, the, that, like, the guy just, he just looked out and he locked it down early. You know that, and and mm. they're married, and that's and like that. But but David Spade would go through these sitcoms, and it's just like, here's all my women. I'm repeatedly successful at this game. <laughs> so that the answer is David. It's eat still David Spade. Yeah. yeah, all roads lead to David Spade. I mean, David Spade played the Neil Patrick Harris character before the Neil Patrick Harris character existed. And he is not an eighth as handsome as Neil Patrick Harris. I I can't even see. Even Neil Patrick Harris stretches the bounds of credulity with how horridly he treats women in Mm. that program. Yeah. But like, at least you're like, well, I mean, I I mean, he he does look like Neil Patrick Harris. You you could see it. But David Spade is like he has all of those horrible traits while being David Spade. I don't. It doesn't. He needs a third name. That would make him hotter. If you've three David names, Action. yeah, yeah, David, David Action, Action Spade. Spade. Yeah, yeah. Ace, Ace of that would work. Oh yeah. yeah. For some reason, I just thought David Thomas Spade. He can keep it simple, but like he'd be hotter. DTS down to shag because that's what he's always down to do. Down to star in an Adam Sandler reboot. <laughs> hey Adam, what are you doing? Oh God, it's David. That's good. You got a good grown-up Spade, huh? Where's that gonna be? I've turned into John Lovitz. I've forgotten what David Spade sounds like. <laughs> That's the problem, Buckos. We might. We've just wasted a whole episode's worth of conversation. It's okay. Wait, this isn't the episode. No, no. The episode. <laughs> the episode, quite simply, has already started. Well, okay, I'll grab a beer to drink. Yeah, yeah, let's grab two. They're small. (laughs) Ah, I mean, we can do the intro now. Oh no. Yeah, I mean, I'm still gonna do them. Wait wait for Gab to be back, just because that way we'll get the laugh. Yeah, we got. We can't get the. Gotta get the Gav laugh. I often say Gav is the funniest, and he is. But what I mostly mean is he laughs the most at the things I say. So like yeah, yeah funny yeah that's that's funny that's what counts. <laughs> I am um, I'm watching Pollock uh, since we're, since we have started the episode and this is the episode I'm just yeah. gonna talk about the can that on no other can I don't know if this is gonna be backwards for you guys or not but they have a like multi meter and they also have a smoky meter like that's really creating your own metric on which yeah. you want to be judged like you don't have that on like, this isn't smoky at all you really completely down no smoke a multi you did not successfully prevent fire as fires on this one yeah. <laughs> surely that's binary smoky or not smoky there's no need for a scale it's like you're yeah. a smoky beer uh, there's no level of binary it's, right at the, it's at the polar it's at the pole of smoky that's the classic also, white man barbecue answer smoke on the other end of that thing it's just slightly smaller <laughs> it's everywhere like, has a little bit of smoke represent no smoke I think what's what's certainly true is like one thing can be smokier than another but once the slider is all the way over to smoky no other flavor matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. You, you, this yeah. is a fifteen hundred pound bottle of Isla single malt. It's peated. Oh, okay. So it's peated. So I needn't have spent any money on it. 
<laughs> so it tastes like a turf fire. That's lovely. But they all taste like that. You've learned to tell the difference. That's your problem, sir. <laughs> Gav, I wasn't able to get the same beer that you got, but I did get one from the same range. And the two sliders on the back of this one, which is actually the uh, the the 2D Fruity, which I know we've had before, is hoppy and malty. And the hop is turned all the way up to full. So they don't they have a smoke like... meter on that at all. No yeah. smoke meter on that. No, at all. they just they just invent the metric on which they want to be judged and just throw the slider up to full. Like, <laughs> and oh, in fairness, this tastes like. But, but to be honest, the multi, like the a multi... rabbit's arse. Robert, rabbit's arseiness. Rabbit's oh, arseiness. Full. <laughs> it's only like a one out of ten on the multi meter here as well. Yeah, this one's pretty multi. But he'll never know. Any... <laughs> any sliders i just have something that says big squeeze man this pale is juicy that's the... well, this episode uh, has already started but for those of you not paying attention this podcast is brought to you by rodentures because you never stop growing and neither should your teeth <laughs> that's rodentures we'll be hearing more about them sheath underwear and blue chew later on uh, I'm Anders Cronin, joining us this week as always. He always says, don't hate the player, hate the game. It's the opposite sentiment you tend to have, though, when the game is the World Cup final and the player is operated by RTE. It's Gavin Carvery! He's the one who, unfortunately too late, suggested they change it from change it to Labour Youth from the original child labor it's jack toner <laughs> <laughs> but it was too late for adon or Reardon and his jumps for they had already slumped to the four percent scale or as we like to call it the pd skids <laughs> expect the party to disband and join their best electoral prospects uh, sometime within the next two election cycles I'll be sorry to see them go because then I'll have to piss my vote away on some other no hope left wing party but there you go uh, <laughs> Also joining us this week, speaking of low, no hope left wingers, it is Ben Clifford. <laughs> you knew that James wasn't going to be around with that intro. <laughs> no, you did. James is James Full is of hope right winger. Yeah, he is. He is economically he's economically left wing, but he is uh, socially conservative. Which is, I think, the, the toughest thing to be these days. Why, why it's admirable, you know? I want to take your money and give it to poor people who are white. <laughs> You're, it's a tough sell, Mattis, but James is trying. I mean, I don't think anyone in Connolly Youth has read Connolly's book, is what I'm saying. <laughs> is there a new party... Ben and Kilkenny that want to unify. There's a new unionist party in Ireland. Yeah, there is. Part, that party, party, what do you mean? One guy who made a logo and is didn't, register, James and didn't is? register as a party. <laughs> no, it's just a little teenage nerd. The internet is being so mean to him. And like, in fairness, like that's the response he should be getting, but he should be getting it from his classmates. Yeah, yeah. Mm. When, yeah, whenever I see someone who like is obviously misinformed getting bullied on the internet my initial thought is yeah that'll change their minds <laughs> yeah. what we need to do is radicalize this idiot yeah 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 well i'm just i i feel like he could just be a bit more entrenched in his views could we just have some anonymous strangers rail on him for a few weeks because <laughs> like you really you really do want like you it's it's because it's not it's not let's get bullying out of the schools and then it's gone 
No, no. You get bullying out of the schools, and then this guy doesn't get gently bullied out of thinking what he thinks <laughs> by normal people who can see the tears. <laughs> he gets he gets ripped to shreds by Twitter people who are evil, and they're not mm. evil inherently. They just can't see the tears. Yeah, yeah. That's there it is. Would uh, no, God bless him. I'll have him rented a gaff for a carling. We'll, and that'll sort it out. We'll straighten this whole thing out. He'll uh, he'll have a whole new set of problems if he hangs around for too long. <laughs> I'm not sure you want to be swapping out that ideology and then immediately jumping into this fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which presidents do you think were actually murdered? Uh, all of them. All of them. Oh, uh... <laughs> no. I don't think that. I don't think that. Presidents were all killed, but it was not by... Especially William Douglas Hyde. <laughs> yes, I mean, he was the original. He was the original. Yeah, and he came back from the grave to kill the others. He, the Oryx was, was haunted. It, was, it, is ha- it is haunted. Michael D. Higgins is 31 years old. He touched one <laughs> statue. Touched one sta- he was six foot four. <laughs> he touched one statue. And look at him. And we all remember him. That's how much it worked. That's how much it worked. He was like, wasn't he always a little elephant creature? <laughs> I think I think a good horror comedy would be The White House is Haunted. Yeah. Like, as a, as, as, as a film premise, new president joins with maybe a tough on ghosts policy and The White House is Haunted. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a tough on ghosts outgoing, outgoing president should be like, Look, uh, we've got some presidential secrets to give you. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I know. Like, Nicola Crow's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you don't understand. There are so many paintings of dead presidents in this building. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not paintings. It? It'd be like, I think the White House is haunted by horrible racists. Yes, former presidents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, you don't understand. Former presidents from not that long ago. No, they no, I don't, you don't business. understand. They, they keep screaming these epithets and, and they, they wouldn't have been out of place. No, again, I'm going to stop you there. <laughs> but then you've got a great racism on a curve. I mean, if you take Teddy Roosevelt today, he'd make Archie Bunker look like a liberal. He would be a screaming racist. For his time, he was also a screaming racist. <laughs> I mean, he was screaming it. <laughs> Whatever Teddy Roosevelt was, he was a screaming version of it. He, he wasn't, a, wasn't a man for delicately making his points. I said, calling that kettle so black when I... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so here we are on the final countdown. Dublin's greatest podcast. That is including all of those other podcasts that are also made in Dublin. And um, soon to be... Roll on to Sentinel Audio as well. Uh, we got some beers. We sort of, we did talk about them. That's, we just, the show started way didn't before. Mention no, didn't mention what they were. Didn't mention, yeah, no, yeah. What, Okay, yeah. We talked about the cans. I have brew, uh, a collaboration with Urban Jungle. Some of these have been very good. Firestarter, a smoked brown ale. I was like, yes, please, yes, please, yes, please. Manus, you're absolutely right. They turned the smoke up to full, and that's all I can taste. It's nice. It's nice. But like, if you want to just taste like smoke, that's that's all you're getting here. Like the smoke has removed any sort of nuance from this. And like it's yeah, it's nice. 
but yeah, I'm no. hearing I'm hearing nice, Gav. Yeah, Maybe I don't when think you when you pull it out, you'll finally answer the question if the anus can detect anything other than spiciness. <laughs> you know? You can you eat a hot curry and it is like wow, my ass knows that that was hot, but like. <laughs> You need like 50 donuts. Yeah, I mean, you pay for it in one way, but your bun's not like, that is so sweet. <laughs> it only has one taste bud. It has this, It has capsaicin receptors and nothing yeah. else. But aren't... Now, okay, now someone told me this. I believe it was a doctor who I was going to see about a very unrelated problem. But aren't hemorrhoids essentially the taste buds of the anus? No, they're like... <laughs> They're sensitive, they're the, as in like they're they sensitive. Yeah, they tell you when there's poo there, but they're, like the, yeah, they are. That is the current, as far as I understand, this understanding of what hemorrhoids do. It's like we all have them. When you say you have hemorrhoids, I think like, you get it means you you have in, inflamed hemorrhoids. Mm. Yeah, they're they're determining whether it's gas or whether it's um, a solid or you know because you do you're actually quite accurate most of the time about yeah, yeah when you feel mm. when you feel it. When nature calls, you answer, you, you know? You even sort of know, it's like, that's a poo. That's going to be a slippery one. You mean, you know a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's not just pressure. There's a texture no. element. There's, yeah, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what's coming in the lobby. <laughs> your hemorrhoids <laughs> are the sommelier of uh, your sommelier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very clever, Gavin. Oh, that- <laughs> Let me see if the New Yorker are taking submissions. <laughs> they, they are! <laughs> Just not from Gavin Carr. That's a weird one. Have you tried to it, submit this before? <laughs> yes, yes, I have every week for the last 52 weeks. <laughs> the next episode of Hammered on Hemorrhoids here with, uh, with Dr. Gavin Carberry, proctologist. <laughs> um, ben, Jack, what did you get? You got Fruity Fruity. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah. Moving swiftly on, what did you guys get? You got Tootie Fruity Jack. We've yeah. had that before. We've had that before. Is it still good? It's still good. Yeah, I think Ben has probably a more interesting beer. I picked up a, a vocation beer. Um, oh, I think it's just called Mangoes. I think it's just called Mangoes, but it's covered in like little like uh, orange like or like fruit stickers. It says "Ripe and Ready, Fresh Brewed in the North, Extra Quality Something." Um, I picked it up because it looked like the smooth and juicy of beers. And I was like, oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, smooth and juicy. Because it's inexplicably oh, available. <laughs> <laughs> so, hold on. No, I have it here. It's called Big Squeeze Mango Pale Ale. Uh, first tasting was gross. I did not like it at all. Um, but it is growing on me. And I, I hate Vocations cans because it is just full of marketing wine, but not even like, I, like I said earlier, the first line is, man, this pale is juicy. And then, like, you'll swear we've squeezed pure sunshine. No, I won't. No, I won't. <laughs> if you have, that's not what the sun tastes like, you fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's not great. I, I, I can already tell you it'll be middle of the road, if not lower, depending on how my mood is in mm. the next 30, so 40 minutes. So much of it is about that. Like, if it's not, if, it, if it's middling so much about what you think about a beer is, like, what's, what's going on and like if you're enjoying yourself it has to be pretty bad before you are bothered no, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i um, just figured out why it's not it's very flat and long time listeners of the show know i like one thing in my beer a little bit of fizz yeah a little bit of crisp, crisp. crispness a yeah, couple of crisps yeah. in there 
Yeah. It, it could use some crisps. So. Do you have a soda stream or something in the house? No, we need to get one. Yeah, um, that would have solved this problem. Yeah. You can soda stream your piss. Can you? Yeah. You can soda stream, soda stream anything. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, is it, what happens it's when you put an already fizzy liquid into a soda stream? What's the... Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Probably soda stream your jizz. Yeah. Again, same question, different liquid. What? What do you? What would happen? Yeah. What would happen if you soda stream something of that consistency? Well, you need to have quite a lot of. Could it, you? First of all, could you soda stream custard? Yeah. Oh. I mean, for example. Well, it's a non-Newtonian fluid custard, so there could it be is. interesting results. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe that's how they discovered the Higgs. Um, the Higgs boson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah very we built a super collider. It caught, it's it's billions. Give us more money. We need more. <laughs> Can we see it? No, it could be a black hole. You can't see it. You go over there and it's just a fucking soda stream. And disappearing. You said you'd spend 10 billion to find the particle. You didn't you were happy with the price. You didn't say yeah, we yeah. couldn't go and find a cheap way to do it. Yeah. They're not, uh, they're not far off. Ambrosia is the dessert of the gods. And we're trying to find the god particle. Tell you what, mm. tell you the type of company that makes ambrosia, same type of company that makes custard. Yep. Yep. That's what is what is what is ambrosia if not chunky custard, you know? <laughs> yeah, you've just done a science. Just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've actually done what the makers of smooth and juicy sort of did when it came to marketing. Like they didn't they didn't mince words at all. They're like, this is milk and orange juice yeah. mixed together to give you the, the best of both, I suppose. I, I, I just feel, for Smooth and Juicy, I feel so sorry for the food scientists who probably spent months, if not years, looking at this product being like, oh, it's curdled again. Like, uh, it's, almost <laughs> as though, it's almost as though God opposes these two liquids. How can we solve this? Well, if we add some sulfites, it's like, no. The way you solve this is by not doing it. You, you, flew, you flew too close to the sun. They spent so long trying to figure out if they if they could. They never paid any attention to if they should. And then when yeah. they looked at their creation, uh, like Oppenheimer before him, they were yeah. reminded of that one passage from the Bhagavad Gita that said, uh, now I am become death to destroy our worlds. You know? <laughs> I bet it's like, like if you're a food scientist, you're like, it's just really technically interesting beverage. And then you could make it and then you had a hammer. So your problem started to look like nails and you went, <laughs> look at, what's the biggest problem people have with milk? It's not juicy what's enough. The, there's not enough juice, right? I mean, they just, yeah. orange is the first thing you think you want with milk, isn't it? But up until now, we haven't been, uh, and, and as far as orange juice goes, yeah, you're getting that citrusy crisp tangy refreshing morning refreshment from the from the orange juice and you're always just thinking couldn't they just smooth it out yeah smooth those edges it's a bit ah it's a bit sharp you know we've definitely talked about this before yeah it's a bit of bugbear isn't orange juice the one drink you don't want to have any other liquids next or near like you brush your teeth you don't want orange juice you have a it's for sure the worst thing you could have you don't want anything tea. else yeah. around it like <laughs> uh i would say the only exception to that is a mimosa yeah okay true but that's yeah. mostly yeah. orange juice 
that's just a fizz. That's just a little bit. Really, we could have just put the we could have just put the the orange juice in the soda stream at that point, couldn't we? <laughs> and, yeah, and actually, yeah. but the, the mimosa is doing the opposite of not the opposite. Well, yeah, the opposite of what they're trying to do with smooth and juicy. It's going mm, tangy, refreshing orange juice. Let's give it some tangy, fizzy champagne yeah. buzz in here with it yeah. as well. It's 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 going with it at least. And I would argue. The reason why we thought a bottomless brunch would be better if it meant you could have a brunch and then your bottom did not have to deal with it, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. five or six mimosas followed by an, a largely egg-based meal, it's just it not a disaster. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a, a repast that's beloved by your mouth, <laughs> the, the upper part people. of your gustatory. The prestigious people from the Champagne region of France must fucking hate mimosas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, their, the that's their pineapple on pizza in Napoli. Yeah, 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 yeah. I bet that's where the gap in the market for Prosecco and Cava and the mm. like came from, was the champagne people were like, I'm not selling you any more of our product. You're just going to put it with orange juice. And by the way, our herd of lovely Frisian cows that we have outside here, we know what you're doing with their milk. <laughs> champagne, smooth and juicy. Uh. It kind of feels, and I think I'd heard this somewhere before, that that smooth and juicy came from there being a surplus of either milk or oranges, and they just needed to put finds where to put it. Like, not to get all... bins, though. There are bins, aren't there? (laughs) I mean, the people at Avonmore have bins. (laughs) I'd be having less. That's what I'd be having. We've made that that joke a number of times. Now all the excess milk just gets turned into protein milk, which mm. when I was younger used to just be called milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So wait, protein milk, they just add more whey. Yeah. Would it be? Yeah. So it's milk yeah. on milk. So somewhere there's milk with no whey. Mm. Mm. Well, that's cheese. That's cheese. Oh, yeah. I got to like think is- Miss Muffet was the last person to sit on a tuffet and eat curds and whey together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It has to have been. Like, yeah. And thinking back on that nursery rhyme, I didn't really understand it, but now that I do, Little Miss Muffin is a fucking derper. Like, she sat there, right? Like, got some rennet and separated out, got some milk and separated out the curse, and then ate the cheese yeah. from like the ate West cheese from a bowl, and then was like, oh, yummy, time to drink this way. Like, Little Miss Muffin, that is fucking disgusting. Look, get off that tough. Little, little Miss Muffet was a Canadian bodybuilder. Yeah. <laughs> Which again, and we like, made this, the fucking milk. We made this point about the Quebecois before. They are mm. robots, and their their version of food is just like, well, that contains nutrients as well. We have all the necessary bits of curd and whey. Drink, drink the whey. You know, they would do that. <laughs> My sister has a friend who I won't name, um, uh, who is a sleepwalker. But she will eat in her sleep when she's sleepwalking. So oh. like, but like obviously you're not fully conscious. So like you they have to be super careful to keep st- the stuff in the fridge is at least edible in its current form. <laughs> is, is, there a, is there a serious choke hazard as well? Well, I won't I won't incriminate my sister's friend, but I will say my father, who I will name, once came in from the pub drunk and ate uh, like uh, a bunch of raw chicken nuggets that were in the fridge. Oh yeah. <laughs> Because he thought they were cooked. No. 
Like, were they, fr- like, frozen or, like... No, they were, like, the breaded ones you got for... You, know, you know, the butchers don't really sell them anymore. It's uh, mm. more of a goujon, yeah. really. I, I, yeah, it's I, all goujons, I, man. The Celtic yeah, Celtic all, yeah. goujons yeah. are just nuggets that went to Trinity. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> Scaldi got, got from work continuously calls me a failed goujon. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you shithead. Why do I ever tell you anything? Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even graduate. <laughs> but I, I'd i be on the side of your father here. I would have assumed they were that cooked, chicken nuggets yeah. are cooked in some way. Yes, you're only reheating them when you sort of throw them in the, the old oven there. Kind of like oven chips. is like mm. oven chips are already processed and fried something must your, be done to them, something yeah. is done to them to get them into that like shape and consistency and then you're just essentially heating them mm. you see well what was happening was I, I i was i was something of a an odd child and grew into an odd adult so that actually isn't a surprise to anyone like i would go i would just eat the same thing every day for like a year and then not eat it ever again uh, so for a while there chicken nuggets was like my dinner that's what i ate mm. And uh, frequently I wouldn't be able to finish all of the nuggets that were cooked for me. So they'd just be left on a plate in the fridge. And I would come home and there'd be some nuggets in the fridge. And so in fairness, when he did come home, that other, he said, well, they're not in their usual plate. They seem to see some sort of wrapper. But there's chicken nuggets there. And I, I'm hungry for them. And I think I want them to be cooked. So uh, I think <laughs> so they are. Therefore they are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wish was father of the thought there. And he was fine. He didn't realize till the next, like the next day, when I was like, "You ate man as a dinner for tomorrow," and he's like, well, "What? What?" So why did you cook it the night before? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they were raw. Of that. So that's the kind of thing that I think they are worried about with this sleepwalking friend. Yeah, mm-hmm. he'll just yeah. go so, to the fridge and just go. Ah, 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 so, so everything in there needs to be cooked. There can't be any kind of raw. Food in there, unless it's well, like, I, see, very, I mean, I think they're safe enough. like chicken breasts and stuff. Mm. Like, my, my sister, my sister is vegan, so I presume she also is vegan. I don't, I don't know. So, there's this some sort of protection. Oh, you can there. just eat anything, yeah, yeah. Eat <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Considering raw vegan is like a whole subset yeah. thereof, most of it isn't even really food. We <laughs> sometimes yeah. look at like what well, we've cooked and go, that cooked just like doesn't matter, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're not gonna. Uh, it's probably got more crunch if we don't cook it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's really it's, it's like a smoke scale. It's on crunch to not crunch. It's the scale yeah. of food I eat. Yeah. Mm. It's crunchy nut cornflakes have a crunchiness and a nuttiness that's off the charts, but that's the only information I have. <laughs> <laughs> I've realized now where Professor Guido has ended up. He's ended up yeah. as a master brewer of brew because he is notorious for his formula of hoopiness and chocolateiness. Hoopiness. So yeah, yeah. This place has placed a lot of emphasis on smokiness and maltiness. Uh, <laughs> well, the professor, you wondered where you went. I actually found out he's been on NFET for the whole pandemic. <laughs> they didn't figure out what his qualification was until quite late to where it would have been quite embarrassing. He'd been on too many conferences with Luke O'Neill at that point for them to be like, oh, we got the wrong guy in a white coat. We, <laughs> we thought this was someone else. But there was some very promising early results from the hoopiness trials they ran with mm-hmm, COVID. Mm-hmm. So, like, you could be forgiven yeah. in the early days. You know, we were all yeah. learning a lot. We were all learning, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We didn't know anything at the time. We just had to find out what effect hoopiness and chocolateiness had. Myocarditis, it turned out. 
Yeah. A lot of the problems that the anti-vax crowd were having was that like there was a conspiracy and they were covering up what was causing all the myocarditis, but it was Wheatos. And <laughs> if you think big pharma, if you think big pharma has influence on the media, you are correct. But what really does, and has been proven by everyone from Kim Kardashian to uh, Iggy Azalea, it's big hoop. Yeah. It's big hoop. <laughs> big hoop. <laughs> And Freddie Mercury was not joking, uh, or or in any way being dishonest when he said the fat bottom girls. They the do make the rock and world go round. Yeah. <laughs> which was a uh, which was a, a a lot more popular and palatable than uh, his previous hit, which was Lizard People Control the Banking Sector. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, we're gonna see what fucking wrecked ya. Whoa, who controls your banking sector? <laughs> Whoa, they're gonna raise your interest amount. Reptile people make the banking system go round. <laughs> what a tune. Yeah, what a tune. What and a the Queen tune. version of it's pretty good, too. The clue was in the name, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was trying to tell us from day one. You're queen, and you must be Freddie Mercury. <laughs> We'd like to take a second, folks, to uh, mention that this podcast is brought to you by Archway Underwear. Uh, they're much like sheath underwear, except the sheath pouch is on the back for the Archway diarrhea that you get after a <laughs> powerful round of Archway. They, I haven't seen Archway in years. Do they still make it? I, I have not seen it in the shops. I think uh, they're still tied up in litigation after they advertised <laughs> that they were the official beer of drink driving. <laughs> Was the short-term profit bounce worth it? We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen. I haven't seen it. No, yeah, years. me either. Yeah, um, it is tough to ironically purchase a beer uh, as well when you it was not as tough to do so when I drank every single day it is very difficult to drink a beer out of it being funny to drink it now yeah it also might have been part of the run off the road by just the rock shore marketing machine like yeah, to be yeah. honest when they look so similar and like we all rock remember shore the big, the big like, summer of turquoise yeah we do remember mm-hmm. the big summer of turquoise um, and Rockshore is just like a-, a advertising constantly B coming out with just new versions of Rockshore that are uh, even lighter um, yeah. and even more tasteless. <laughs> ben is repping Rockshore. I can't believe it. I, mean, <laughs> I would never take that zippy off, Ben. <laughs> it's very, it's, say what you want about the beer. The hoodie I have with a rupture logo on is dangerously comfortable. Yeah. And by me that it is, I'm like, oh, I'll put on that really cozy hoodie I have and then have to live with the fact that it has a rupture on it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget, Ben, your... Uh, I don't know if... This, like, maybe we need to cut this out of the podcast. You describing... I'll, yeah, I'll cut it out. I'll cut it out. Just keep talking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You describing pitching to Rockshore, like, the year after they had had their first, like, big ad campaign and really launched and had that ad where, like, people were like going camping and stuff like that and like mm. having a good time taste the west brood at st james gate and you guys pitched this like new idea and they were like yeah good but if we could just make it exactly the same as the old <laughs> ad but with, with surfing instead of camping that'd be great that's what we need <laughs> oh, i uh 
I'll let you know. No camping in the first ad. You're thinking the same ad. Surfing and camping, same ad. What? Same what? Ad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same campaign. They did split them up into several ads. Yes, yeah, yeah. They've since cut those assets and sweated them immensely across any version of, of Rockford that's coming out. Yeah. They got real value out of it because on one of the ads, they're not even, he's just on the bus thinking about when they were surfing in camping. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the point. Yeah. That's the yeah. point. He wants it's to making taste you remember. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, true. I have a pair of Archway sunglasses around here somewhere, but uh, <laughs> I can't find them. You need to wear those so that the police don't realize your pupils are fucking looking different directions. <laughs> you got to give the men some cover. They know not to breathalyze you when you're on the A-way, but you got to mm-hmm. give them a little bit of cover. <laughs> It's archway and the highway. That's what their <laughs> slide was. If they legitimately couldn't shift enough units to justify continuing to exist, like why didn't they just go, like just instead of their last campaign that they did, whatever archway did, the, the, the spinning eye of Sauron that they had in the Super Valleys, you know, like why didn't they just go? All right, we're we're like when does a company ever come back from that? Almost never. And the company's yeah. fine. The company's fine. I'm well around mm. by like Pernod Ricard or somebody. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but why didn't they just go? But it got no problem. Yeah, yeah. It is. CNC rings a bell. They bought Franciscan Well, I think. And Franciscan Well, it's the same. The arch from the well is the arch of the way. Of the way, which is true. But why didn't they just? Why didn't they just go? Hey, lads. Here's that money. See if you can drum up something for us. <laughs> like we're we're done anyway. We might as well just fucking like where's that Fion guy? <laughs> Mind where's you, that Fion guy? Yeah, yeah. Why would you pay for what you're getting for free anyway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean it's it's a it's a much higher stakes version, I suppose, of something we did in college, which was there was a and we've definitely talked about this before. A show called Fill Your Flask <laughs> with Fruit Punch and Beer, which was like an event that happened like every Tuesday or Wednesday for a few nights in the theatre we were in. It was yeah, by yeah. this incredibly pretentious American guy <laughs> who studied drama. And it was like, oh, it's going to be random sketches that are like chosen by a dice or something like that. And like, it was like nobody wanted to see it. But suddenly... But nobody did see, nobody did nobody, see it the first couple of times, which is the right room, by the way. <laughs> And then I think it's like Manus and I, and I don't know who else was involved in this, just started asking people, hey, you filling your flask on Tuesday? And just no. like constantly asking people, saying that we were filling our flask. <laughs> and then we, we got a beer and we filled it with fruit punch as well, halfway filled it with fruit punch, turned it into a big thing. It was packed out for the rest of it just by kind of <laughs> you novelty marketing. You memed marketing. it into existence. We memed, we memed into it into existence. existence. Now, the unfortunate thing was, I don't... <laughs> think that the man who uh, who I won't name, but why wouldn't I name Ezra? Um, <laughs> I don't think he understood that like what, it hadn't just caught on. It wasn't like yeah. that the word had spread mm. that it was deadly. It was like, he was like, yeah, I really think we need to be looking at doing these on multiple days. No! <laughs> this no. is only funny when it's once a week. Yeah. Wrong Enjoy lesson. Enjoy what you have, you silly man. I did I did, I, I did, a 10 minute uh, or 20 minute directing piece, which was actually worse because it was 20 minutes long. <laughs> he did disco pigs. And so there is fucking Manto to be in disco pigs. But the only reason I agreed to do it was because he had originally cast Ben Mestead. Fucking hell. And I was like, I swear to God, I will do it if you just don't 
unleashed. Yeah, I can't, I can't have a piece of Irish art and literature <laughs> absolutely destroyed by Ben Metzted. I will go, I will do it, I will not do it justice, it will be bad, but at least it'll be Irish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It won't be Cork. I will insist on doing a bad Cork accident. You're not talking me out of that. So. Mm. <laughs> but, but, you know. So they got they got a good 20 minutes of looking at the floor acting. That's all. <laughs> but they didn't get Ben messed out and they were right. They were right not to do it. So there you go. So we would do that for Archway. One M50 pile up at a time. <laughs> Showing up at like these horrible crashes with grieving families and being like hey <laughs> yeah <laughs> was he tagged up i bet he was tagged up <laughs> body to body bonk it to bonk it. <laughs> i mean they were putting the good music on. shall i tell you about archway i just have a i uh i don't know if i ever in the world. i tried to pitch to the rsa the now that's what i call rsa hits I, because you could sell them and then keep them if they were playing in your car it would remind you of the message because sound is such a sorry ben you did. <laughs> did you miss? but they were so good the tracks were actually incredible so yeah like, they were it's the cd that's of all not, the best that's hits. not what we're doubting about the idea but <laughs> <laughs> they were playing in your song you'd probably drive a little bit safer playing in your car you you'd drive a little bit safer because you're like oh i remember that kid cutting half while making i was gonna a say bird on a you couldn't have gone counter to a narrative more. I can't think of an organization that is more allergic to whimsy than the RSA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, well, we, can we make the child younger and could it be disabled as well? And then, and then can we have it die slower? Cool. cool. And, then, and, then go, and, then, and then go to the funeral and see her classmates cry. There's, yeah. Do you know what you never see though? You know what you never see in any of these ads? When they, when they crash into them, often their stomach could be compressed. Uh, they never see them spew out their gastric contents and while they're <laughs> while they're shifting their girlfriend. You never see that. We should show it. <laughs> and then they did! And she should be at, at the grave crying, obviously. Pull away to her in a wheelchair, clearly. Um, is there a way? Is there a way? Is there a way that's still in our pro um, uh, yes for equality and um, our repeal campaign? Is there a way to mourn the fetus that she was clearly carrying? The, <laughs> <laughs> the RSA ads, like I think they're still doing the one of like being distracted by your phone, but they're doing it in shorter snippets. Mm. There, as you said, Ben squeezing the assets. But the one at the moment of stopping for old people, like, oh. I, lo I, I love it because it's like so non-RSA. It's like no gore, a little bit whimsical, like quite nice. And I don't know. I feel like they're lulling us into a false sense. I feel like we're in the eye of the storm and they're just working on the most, the most <laughs> gruesome about to hit us. I think they're June. setting us up for it. I think they're going to do a theatrical release where that... Bint gets what's coming to her. <laughs> You've seen her flaunting her stuff, walking down the street like a funky grandma. Well, isn't it a bit time that the Ford Fiesta got its revenge? How do they turn it into an hour and a half feature? It just kept reversing. Just... Oh, what was the what was the Stephen King film about the the possessed car? 
Christine? Um, Christine. I'm fairly sure it was. It's hard to remember because uh, he doesn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you could do a Christine-like thing where just this car is just fed like nothing but like, all the RSA ads for like, the killing and the crushing and the happenings and all that happens. And then the two whimsical ones they've ever done, one of which is Siege Belt. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that one's still going yeah uh, and then also the funky grandma one is like i, I think I, I think what they're telling me to do is to is to do to the two what the other things are doing so mm. i think i'm gonna need to just mm. see <laughs> yes. yeah, okay here's I just here's, the here's... Old lady Adam. i will say it was funky i had it with audio off obviously but it did have a certain level of funk to it there's a lot of pep in that step and at no point mm-hmm. did the pep get removed yeah the the i feel like okay here's the setup for it i'm in real movie pitch mode there's a there is a a semiconductor shortage all right so Mm -hmm. a car company has to use like discount semiconductors all right and they they have this like revolutionary machine learning algorithm that like tells you about safety but they do feed it all of the rsa ads boom it learns the wrong lessons and starts mowing shit down, especially yeah, funky grandmas. No, funky actually, grandma. not just no. It doesn't go for any funky grannies. It hunts down the actress. Yeah, the specific one. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't know that she's an actress. It overtrains. It's over specific. Yeah, like a Terminator. Yeah, like remember in Jaws four, the revenge where the shark follows Obviously. the family to Barbados for some reason. Because that's what this is like. Hey, it's not Cape Fear. (laughs) (laughs) In Jaws for the Revenge, I think whoever, like the 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 rich, not Richard Dreyfus. Um, who's the main guy in Jaws? The shark. The shark. The shark. Uh, The names on the poster. So (laughs) I know. I mean, I can see. I can see his bespeckled face, but it's yeah, yeah, his bespeckled, leathery yet handsome face. He had those old, he had those old school spectacles. He didn't have like the little geeky Richard Dreyfus spectacles. If we're talking about speckled nerds here, yeah. <laughs> but uh, his family, and I think it's also the shark's family, the shark from the original Jaws. But they are like, oh my god, this shark is like all all over our shit. We can't go to the beach. We can't go near the sea. The shark's going to get us. So they move like two thousand miles away, and the shark against its own nature and against like all of nature but essentially migrates to where they are so they yeah. can be a real ass to them again i'm like i i don't remember very well the sequels to jaws i, I don't know how many of them i saw but apart from it being like a particularly big and angry shark it, it wasn't like possessed by it no. wasn't like the car and christine it wasn't mm. like evil yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it seemed, but yet it was. It, it all of that, they could have hand waved it. It could be like, ah, oh, that, that shark was swimming over an ancient Indian sea burial <laughs> ground. <laughs> that would seem unfair if, like, yeah. they were like dumping their bodies at sea and it would that, but the, the effect was the same if you happened to be out there. It's, it's a mix between like toxic waste into the sea, but the toxic waste is ancient Indian people, yeah. I suppose, yeah. is what you'd be burying yeah. there in the worst way possible. Hey, don't, don't look at me. It's Hollywood. It's Hollywood. <laughs> hey, yeah, 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 exactly. You didn't mention it was built on an Indian burial ground. 
He's, you did. He said he mentioned it six or seven times. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Good old Jaws. Um, I, I don't think I've seen Jaws 4. I might make it destination viewing. Although you may just have said the best part. So I don't, I don't No, no, no. I think I said the best part. I think we used the best part in our Edinburgh show, <laughs> which, which is when Michael Caine, I think, appears to be eaten by a shark. And then like 10 minutes later, like crawls up on the boat. It's like, oh, wow, the shark is dead. Michael Caine, you're still alive. And like, oh my God, how did you escape? And he just goes, oh, it wasn't easy. <laughs> no other explanation. To be fair, that line always got a laugh, and I don't know whether everyone had just seen the film and got the reference, or whether it, it is just inherently as such. I think it's a just, it, trans- it transcends. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it transcends. It's just that line travels really well. Yeah, it I wasn't don't think easy. We required watching before coming to our show. <laughs> But like there were so few like lines where you're like, this is a throwaway. It'll be fine. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna laugh at this. Even if, even the even the nights they've decided they're gonna hate it, and we call those weak nights. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> like yeah, this will they'll laugh despite themselves on this one. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Why did they come to our concert just to boo us? The tickets weren't free. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't. We actually had lovely, far lovelier audiences than we deserve. To the chagrin of every other act, mm. both of those years. Mm. Why, why are these dickheads? Why are these dickheads with no talent selling to? Well, first of all, there's four of us. It's a lot easier to convince people when there's a big group. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you considered being more people? <laughs> I never really thought about it. Is, uh, it is quite impressive. Like. 30 minutes into a show with no laughs that they laughed at. You know it's yeah, really yeah, landed. Yeah. <laughs> Three minutes of hating us. They're like, no, that was actually funny in fairness. Yeah. I, I yeah, like the show feel... in spite of what I've seen so far. Was, yeah. I feel well, that's like why, that's what we learned. Out the back just to air it out. Also oh, got yeah. a laugh every time. They were just like, all oh, right, that's what it's called. There was a few. There was just to air it out. And then like almost immediately afterwards, so it's a shame we didn't space the out where it's like, wait a minute, 500 years. So that would make this the first time we're doing it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We all hope it goes well. <laughs> but like, but that's the only thing we learned. We didn't get any funnier from, from year one to year two or year two to year three or year three to year four or anything like that. The only thing we did learn was that like, if we give them a plot to sort of watch in mm. waiting for the four or five good jokes to happen, they'll be they'll view it much more fondly than yeah. they will. It's just like, and here's this thing, and here's this thing, oh, and you didn't think this thing was coming, but here it is. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was that was the only way. And that comedian who took a, a strange attraction to James really enjoyed the film, enjoyed the show fondly. If you oh. catch my drift, oh. are we named? <laughs> oh good 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 golem yeah it's been a while since we've had an old token tokens coming back in a big way what a good token oh yeah 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 the power of the ring that's a trailer what's that what is that ben maybe you can explain it looks it looks cheap is what the fuck it looks it looks all right looks all right don't worry about it i saw the fucking i stayed up to watch super bowl last week watched the fucking trailer live and I was going to say everyone I was watching it with both of us were like that doesn't look good (laughs) Uh, I think it's taken a bit of the Cimmerillion and just turning it into a story 
Yeah. Uh, it's down. Yeah, it's the Silmarillion. Yeah. yeah. Same old oh, shit. Oh, Madison, you just. Oh, he's still muted. Oh, oh yeah, he's, he's, not, not, he's, not, he's not, not muted. He's physical. just not hearable. Hang on. Sorry. Am I? Am oh, I is this is that what is it really happening be careful what you wish for folks (laughs) he's gonna be so furious when he comes back i I, it's your regret making jokes about this (laughs) (laughs) i am not safe (laughs) those buffy uh guys have got him you know the ones who make it impossible to speak vampires (laughs) vampires because they kill you (laughs) because they're so goddamn sexy (laughs) um yeah, I don't know if I have an appetite for more Lord of the Rings things, given like I watched the Lord of the Rings films recently enough and they're just, they're fucking perfect. Like, yeah. just, I'll just go I, back and I'll just watch that and be happy. I'm currently in the middle of a rewatch with a, with a, with a crew of people and both of us are really excited. <laughs> 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 no, there's, about, there's about 10 of us. I, as a moving in gift to myself, I got the, the new 4K remaster extended editions. Oh. Volumes. I've had a crew coming over to watch those, and we're finishing it this week. With with obviously, uh, we're finishing with the two towers. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. And watching them in order, like we watched the uh, we watched the machete cut. Of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jack, um, I appreciate that you're rewatching this. Could you lose one friend to make it a full fellowship? Ten is yeah, not a good yeah. number for like, yeah. for watching. Is yeah. there anyone you could maybe? Oh, Mama, you're, you're so on. muted. I don't know what's <laughs> happened. You're so animated. You're trying so hard to get. This is why we should have all learned sign language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, I think I did. Uh, I I know Heineken. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's Flip not going to play on the podcast, but it's uh, you do a little H and you tap your nose a little bit. And I know Jaeger bomb. I know a lot of uh, <laughs> know a lot of drinking <laughs> because yeah, because of that deaf stag you went on. Yeah. <laughs> um, without Manus, oh, he's back. Ish. I will, it'll be worse because I disconnected my actual microphone and just going through the computer now, which isn't great. But what are you going to do? Yeah, look, better. It than, is what it is. Yeah, they they don't have to get rid of someone to have nine. They have Fatty Bulger. They just <laughs> they've just taken him. They've just taken him a little further than Bree, which I think was. Did he even go to Bree or did he just stop at the end? Of the he day? never left the Shire. I don't think. Never left the Shire. It was good. I was good though because he was able to raise the alarm for when the when the Nazgul were coming. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Didn't do much. And yeah, you, you, you all largely made the same point that I, or Gavin, I think you did the same point that I was going to make with regard to making another Lord of the Rings. It's like they were so good. They got them so right, those three films, mm. that like, I'm just sitting there going, it, it won't be better. It can't, it's the one thing it can't be. Mm. Like, I've, uh, I've never read The Cimmerillion, which might shock some people, given that I'm literally, the podcast uh, wearing, this, wearing elf headphones. Essentially. <laughs> yeah. um, well, that's the when... movie Elf with Will Farrell, though. That you're in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but when in The Cimmerillion did the Beatles write Abbey Road? I'm just looking at Peter Jackson's body of work. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out <laughs> whereabouts. <laughs> I know where the big ape comes in. I've gotten, I, I figured that out. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, in a way, through uh, through Ilu Iluvatar, so didn't didn't he really create all things? You know, <laughs> including yeah, including the Beatles. They were yeah. my art, the Beatles, after all. Um, especially for um, especially they were modeled off the Hobbits, weren't they? 
They were modeled off the hobbits. That was yeah. they were modeled off your father's favorite compliment for any four things. Oh, it's just like the Beatles. <laughs> you guys like the Beatles a comedy. You're not allowed to say that to us at such a young age. It will ruin us. Oh, yeah, I just mean there's four of you. And you all look different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <This> <laughs> just mean there's four, there's four of, four of you. us. So good. <laughs> you, ever, you, ever, you ever open up your Twitter and get a, 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 like, get, get a couple of notifications and you realize that what it is is that Mel Clifford has retweeted something you tweeted six months it's ago. Two, four, <laughs> eight months ago. I don't know how yeah. he finds it. <laughs> just having a good old timeline scroll who yeah, could blame yeah. him yeah sure. could blame him yeah he could not be blamed for it. <laughs> he was, he was just look he was looking for like compromising material but just like found some stuff that was so righteous he couldn't help but retweet it <laughs> he was he was like, i'm he gonna was ruin looking. this guy oh man that's actually a good one he was looking for he was looking for corfu 09 you know what he was looking for <laughs> 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 Uh, Speaking of beach bods, uh, we might as well figure out what people think of these beers as a last resort. This is out of 10, I'm going to rate this as smoky. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's the only metric it wants to be measured on, and I'm going to accept that. It's smoky. If that's what you're into, go for it. Fucking go wild. That that seems to be what they care about. The brewery <laughs> will be very pleased. It uh, won't be like uh, they won't be like uh, our friends over at Schlenkerle. Schlenkerle. <laughs> we are not an ale. We are a lager. Oh yeah, okay. Cool. Thanks. There's <laughs> not really a list, but all right. <laughs> I know we do seem to say there's a list, but there's no list. There was a list. What about the tutti frutti? We've already reviewed that. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's still pretty good. Like it's a little, um, it's a little hoppy for my taste, I suppose. There's a little that sort of like staleness to it or whatever. But like, yeah, it's flavorful, it's delicious. Yep, good job on them. Continue. And the vocation. Uh, I did have a good time, but that's in spite of the beer. Mm. Wow. It's it's cold, squeeze. It's meant to taste like mangoes. It didn't taste like mangoes. That's the that's the, the only thing that you it. have to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm almost certain I know what a mango tastes like. Uh, so it wasn't this. In the same way that like a lot of um, juicy ales you would describe as mango, just base level, it didn't go beyond that. That's mm. give it five out of ten. I looked up my fire starter score, nine out of ten. That's what I gave it. I'm gonna see if I gave Tutti Fruity anything on the old uh, untapped. Like I can understand, I can understand giving Firestarter a nine out of ten because it it sets out to achieve something and it achieves it flawlessly. Like yeah. it looks to be smoky, and it's smoky. So if that is what you're looking for, this or Schlenkler Morrison are the only things that will do it for you. You know. Whereas yeah. this other thing has been like mango, 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 and then it's just giving you baseline tropical, which I don't think is what you're expecting. The um look. If you were, let's say mangoes into a bar, uh, don't get this mango. <laughs> I would like to extend my thanks to Ben for not diverting everything to make a pun until the very end of the show. I, <laughs> it shows growth. <laughs> yeah, that's progress, and that's what it takes. Like 2011 like to... Ben would have, as soon as the stop everything, <laughs> mango can mean two things. 
Who's one of them? I would credit uh, where credit's too. I'd like to thank uh, the sketch group uh, Wit Tank for that. That was one of the <laughs> sketches where they literally threw mangoes onto a stage and said mangoes into war. So they did. Do you reckon that they even remember that they ever did that? Or are you the only person on the planet? I only remember because when they were over to perform in Trinity, uh, they leaned in very conspiratorial to me and went, hey, hey Ben, is there anywhere, uh, anywhere in Dublin you can get um, mangoes? <laughs> and I was like, uh, I know a couple of guys like a text, depending on what mangoes means wherever you're from. Like, what are you looking for? <laughs> And turns out Marks and Spencer's. I'm almost certain I've told that story on the podcast before. <laughs> it's, it's, still, it's, it's still funny. It's, it's yeah. funny. Well, because it also it actually does. I think I do understand why he was leaning in conspiratorially because a little bit of him was like, am I being a real pig to think that they won't have mangoes here? Mm-hmm. Or am I being a real pig to be like, I'm British. Where can I find my mangoes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because well, if it was Naz as well, then he would have had them. Um, he would have had the on. I think it was Kieran. Because you wouldn't have like the double, like both British and also Iranian royalty. So like Xerxes you know, <laughs> coming in, exotic fruits, not native to this land. <laughs> Mr. Gillen, you're not right for the part. <laughs> okay then. The only change I'd make to three hundred. It's the only one. I'd make a few changes. I would have um, Xerxes, obviously, Gillen. Um, Leonidas, that's got to be Gillen. Uh, Fassbender's <laughs> character, Gillen. The, the hunchback, Gillen. You're Gillen, yeah. yeah. Lena 80's in that, isn't she? She is, yeah. I'd make her Gillen. Swap her out, get a bit Gillen in there. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of thousand Gillens flying through the sky, blocking at the yeah. sun. <laughs> <laughs> Those elephants, I mean, like they did a pretty good job. Yeah. I can't have been the only person watching Jared Butler ham it up in that and just thinking, oh, there's room for extra hawk in that ham. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Put a little mustard on it, Jerry. Come on. <laughs> We've got Aiden Gillen waiting in the freaking wings. <laughs> Put me in the muscle suit. I'm ready to tighten my belt. (laughs) (laughs) Living beyond our means as a nation of Spartans. We need to start living a bit more like Spartans. (laughs) Well, it all comes full circle to Aidan Gillen and Charles Hohe. And a band together like lips and teeth. Like North Korea, like Magic and Kareem and Penn and Teller. Somebody's in trouble. Oh, here it goes. <laughs> I really only leave us one thing to cheers to, um, which is as clear as the day is long and as sunny as the night is not sunny, uh, which I suppose is to art. Right. To put oh, hemorrhoids. <laughs> and cut! Good enough. Splice in some reaction shots of me and shove it on the air. <laughs>